Thank you so much, Nick. Happy to be here. Um, I've been around the space for like, maybe like six months leading to the Alex token, which, yeah, I mean, the Alex token kind of started, I guess, uh, my public facing and just like getting myself like into many more people and, and projects and, uh, discussions, but I started with a group called Meta Cartel which is a DAO and now like a, a, an investment DAO, one of the first one. Um, and so at the time it was 2019, it was the bear market and Meta Cartel DAO was created to give grants. So not investments, like just a thousand dollars to maybe like $15,000 on the high side and just giving out grants to fund Ethereum applications. And so there was Minbase, which was like an early NFT platform, Rdai, which was like giving interest uh, on, on your DAI stablecoin, and a couple of applications like this. And that's how I got to like meet the Ethereum community, hang out at conferences. And then COVID happened, and I was kind of forced into like finding a way to make money and, and start my startup. Um, and so I did the Alex token initially to get $20,000, which got me to move to the US. And I finally did my startup, which is Showtime, uh, which I'm really excited about. And um, yeah. So it was only $20,000. Um, that was for 10% of the supply and those people um, I'm giving not only Alex token and that kind of like started the market around it, but for those 30 people who I knew, which are some friends in the Ethereum community, uh, I'm also giving 15% of my future income for the next three years. So we are, we're basically one year in now. So like there's two years left and yeah, like it was a very nice experiment, um, in next generation crowdfunding pretty much. Because it's not just like Patreon, like altruistic. Um, it's like they have a small incentive as well, because if I do well, like I will make money and they will make more money. I, I kept it at 5x, so I can give at most $100,000. Uh, I'm not sure I'm going to give $100,000 because that would mean like I, get, I make a lot of money, but like they are definitely profitable right now. And uh, I'm just so grateful to them. Because honestly, like right now, like I'm very excited. I started this NFT startup at like, you know, the right time because of the NFT hype. And um, like, it was a lot less clear whether I would, you know, not saying that I'm anywhere like far right now, like I have so much to go, but like, it was a lot less clear when I did the Alex token. I was not really known in the ecosystem. Um, there was no NFT hype at the time. And, and my strength as a founder is really building consumer products, I think. Uh, and so, yeah, like, thank you so much to those people. I am so grateful to them. And if I can find a way in the future to potentially reward them in any way, I, I will. Uh, but, you know, that's so it's, it's more than $20,000. Like the market, I'd say it's like between $500,000 and like a million market cap right now. But it's mostly like the meme of like the Alex token, which is 
myself and I've done a few experiments around it, like a Telegram group chat for Alex holders. Um, you could also vote on my life at some point. That was kind of funny. Um, and so, yeah, I've done a few experiments. Um, and so there's a price on Uniswap. It's trading on Uniswap, but this has no value. This is more like a joke or like a souvenir of that time in a way. But now I'm fully focused on Showtime. And yeah, like honestly, I am so proud of the Alex token. It was it was super successful. And and I think with Showtime, I'm going to try in the future to to make what was so successful for me and my own little person at a bigger scale. And so this is something I'm excited about. So the way I did it is um, I, you know, the, the money that I made every quarter I would do an income airdrop. And so I have all the Ethereum addresses of people. I, I had everyone fill out a form for the Alex um, $20,000 fundraise. And yeah, every quarter, I would just take all the addresses and airdrop the money. And I'm still doing this every three months to this day. Um, and so at first I was giving Alex token LP on Uniswap. Uh, and now it's more USDC because it's just better. Like they can just do whatever they want with it. And it's more, um, you know, if they want to buy Alex again, that's, that's great. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I kind of stopped uh, providing liquidity or I have a tiny amount. Uh, Roll provided liquidity. Roll is like the social token creator of Alex um, initially. Uh, and so, yeah, there's some liquidity on Uniswap right now. At some point, I even incentivized it during like the yield farming period last year. It was kind of fun. Now it's like, you know, not a big deal, but I think it's it's loosely correlated to how well I'm doing. So like if I'm announcing big news, like I remember when I raised my first investment round with Showtime in January, the Alex kind of like went up. Uh, just like people are like, oh, like he seems to be doing well, like maybe in the future, like there will be some things happening with the Alex token, but like there's no promise of anything. It's just a meme at this point. Um, now that like I succeeded at what I wanted, which is do a startup move to San Francisco, which like as a French person is not straightforward. Like I was not born into a tech environment. Um, you know, it was really out of my league to do something like this, but the Alex token really helped. And uh, you know, in crypto, like anyone uh, who wants to learn and like try things in public, uh, can can really make progress, even if they're non-technical. Uh, there's a ton of things to do, and there is no leaders in crypto. So anyone can just chime in and work hard and be a leader. And I think that's pretty inspiring. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited for the space and the fact that it's so open to everyone. Yeah, um, I'm a holder of a three years work visa. Um, yeah, that's what I can say, I guess. I hope my lawyer doesn't kill me. <laughs> yeah.
Yeah, there was many questions about like the legal aspect of the Alex token. I think a, a few things here. Um, one, like, you know, the $20,000 was done with mostly people I knew. There was like a few strangers, uh, but like I got to know them. Um, you know, it's the only thing where like I'm informally doing an in income sharing agreement. There's no legal promises. Um, it was done outside of the United States in France. Um, you know, it was a very tiny amount. Uh, it was not an obvious scam like to this day i'm still repaying so like no one has been like you know like like it, maybe at, maybe like the first day there could have been some suspicions like oh this guy might run away with the money but like and i actually did a warning in my original post saying like i can run away with the money like this is not a security as the united states law this is a french you know tiny crowdfunding and so i feel like you know yeah it's just i am below the threshold of hurting any investors uh, you know, I'm confident with the role team as well. This was like a, a role project. Um, and so, yeah, like, you know, it's, it, it's honestly, uh, totally fine. And I think, you know, it's, it's just like, you know, people like me with worse intentions, raising higher amounts of money in the United States, you know, blatantly scamming people like that, that is a problem. I think just me, like a kid, like asking for MetaMasks last year, like totally fine. And, and no one was harmed. If anyone was harmed, like I'm happy to give Alex tokens to them. I have tons of them to compensate them. This is what happened with the roll hack. I gave uh, some tokens, you know, to Alex holders who are liquidity providers as like a compensation. So it's a very tiny scale experiment. And I don't think uh, that there is room for like punishing anyone for this. Like it's just very tiny. Um, Um, I think Showtime was born in the US. So I, so I do my Alex token in like March, April, it was like an ECC. Um, I announced the Alex token in ECC and then I find like, I just take some time finding a co-founder starting this business with me, uh, also like finding an idea, um, you know, and like what market is fastly growing and. Yeah, one thing I realized is that obviously the NFT space has grown ex like exponentially since July 2020. So before the hype of like January, February, March, like the NFT space was already booming on the ground. Um, so this and then the fact that like the Alex token, like there was no like smart contract promise, right? It was just me saying, you know, oh, like I, I will do it. Like, you know, trust me uh, to those 30 friends. And, and because of this, um, I was like, okay, like, is there a way 
to uh, you know redirect income from someone that is on chain with a smart contract and also that is consumer facing because I want to build consumer products. I really love Steve Jobs. I really love startups. Like I just want to do something for the public. I don't want to do like a B2B or like something too low level, like infrastructure. I really wanted to do like a, a consumer product. And so it seemed like NFT is the best way to like make money on crypto. Like it's actually the first ever way people are making money in crypto right now, besides developers, it's NFT creators and collectors. And so that was really exciting to me. It's also very consumer facing the creator economy, this whole concept of YouTubers, Twitch and people living online, like they are a perfect target for NFTs. Also, like I'm on social media a lot. I'm on Instagram, uh, you know, Twitter, obviously a lot. And so everything made sense that that like I should do a social media for NFTs. And uh, and the space was mostly marketplaces, you know, like Zora Foundation and OpenSea. And there was really like the social layer of NFT that was lacking. And so, yeah, I remember in December, uh, I find my co-founder. So like I arrived in the United States and it was kind of an insane time, like between December, like 15th of December and 15th of January, like I write a first, like, like two pager of Showtime. I show it to a few friends. I find a co-founder. I raise the first product, raise funding, and that was, all the time I incorporate the startup, like only in 30 days in the United States as a tourist. <laughs> I came to Mexico for 14 days. This was so insane, but so cool. Um, and so, yeah, after that, I left the United States and I started, um, you know, do, like I finished my visa and then I came back uh, like two weeks ago. And now I'm, I'm in San Francisco. Yeah, I just came back to the US for, for legal reasons and to finalize my move. And so now everything is fine. And I am a you know legal worker in the United States. So yeah, excited. <laughs> Thanks. Sure, sure. Um, so Showtime as of today is a social media to discover and showcase your NFT, uh, especially digital art. So if you are a collector or a creator, you can use Showtime, you know, uh, to showcase your NFTs on your profile. So you have all your collections from all platforms. We aggregate every single platform uh, from Ethereum. So OpenSea, Foundation, Rarible, Non-Origin, all of those 
plus also it can hunk on Tezos and um, and then like some other chains as well. Um, and so this is like the, the the core product, which is like you can see all your NFTs at once um, in a in a beautiful social media way, a little bit like Instagram, where every NFT you can like, comment, share. Uh, you can share your profile link also uh, on your social media. Um, you you have followers. Uh, we also released a newsfeed recently, so like you know the people that you follow, you can see the NFTs, what they like, what they commented on. Um, and then lastly, we have a trending page. Uh, that just like shows up the most popular NFTs created by the community of Showtime users. Um, so yeah, I think that's the, that's the product so far. Um, I think maybe it's fair because like this startup is so new, like it's been three months since we released the first product, like we have a lot more to build and to show people. And we are so excited, including a mobile app that should be coming out soon. Um, and so, yeah, as of today, I think it's fair to say, like, you know, if people use it as a profile link, showing their collection in a beautiful way, that's awesome. We're really excited, but yeah, like we are much more ambitious in the future and we want to be a social media for NFTs where people like do all their NFT-like things um, on, on that platform. And so that would include many more things like minting or, uh, you know, exchanging with people, having a community on Showtime, um, definitely supporting your creators on Showtime in various ways. Um, there's a lot of things that we can do. And so definitely uh, more like an Instagram for NFTs. I think the first person to say this was Cooper Tully. Um, and so, yeah, I think Instagram for NFTs is fair uh, for like the current version of Showtime, but then we have like plans even beyond Instagram and I can talk about too. Um, what do you mean? Like how many people are in the team? Oh, uh, so I'm not sure if I should talk about the number of signups. I was told not to talk about it, but like, I mean, it's, it's pretty high, honestly. We're like super surprised. There's a lot of people on our platform. It's been growing a ton, obviously, with the NFT hype. I think like, yeah, it's, uh, I think it's probably like the, like the mid dozen thousands, like 50,000, something like this. Um, and yeah, I don't have the exact stats. I actually need to do to dive deeper into analytics. And uh, yeah, we're a team of seven people. Uh, it's uh, it's exciting. We're like a pretty lean startup still. Like it's a very you know very new project. We don't want to grow too fast. 
in terms of, of workforce. And so, um, yeah, so number of creators, collectors, you know, the NFT space, like the boundaries of the NFT space is like the wallet installs, I would say. Um, and I think there's like 5 million downloads of MetaMask. So it's still a very tiny world. But I think that, you know, in that small world, we got some very, very uh, good mindshare. And it's very exciting knowing that whenever that world expands, if we expand with that growing NFT market, um, I think we're in a really good spot and we're really excited about the future. Yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, creators and collectors were trying to cater to, to both because the discovery is more for the collectors, the, the showtime, like showcasing of profiles can be for both. Uh, I think in practice, it seems like we are focusing more on creators because like, if they really can thrive, like those, they are the key of this ecosystem. And like, if they really use showtime a lot and, and like really display that collection in a nice way and like comment on other people and like follow other artists. This can then be a good trail of collectors to follow. Um, and so, yeah, I would say probably bias towards creators a little bit, uh, but yeah, um, still like the digital art space, art niche is for now the thing that we're focusing on, but the, the next iterations of Showtime hopefully will be a little bit more mainstream oriented where you don't need to have MetaMask to do some actions and it's really like as smooth and as like normal web to internet um, UX as possible. Um, and so when the experience is like this, then we can go beyond the creators and collectors of digital art NFTs to any social media, you know, of visual content, which is Instagram, TikTok, uh, all of those photos and videos and memes that are not NFTs today. When it becomes, you know, free and instant to create an NFT, I think the market will become enormous. And so um, we will expand from the NFT art niche right now. But yeah, I would say today, creators, collectors. Uh, honestly, I think I need to actually dive deeper into analytics. Right now, the two metrics that we are focusing on are the number of you know wallet signups and user signups, and also the retention. Like, do people stay on Showtime? Like, do they come back to it? Um, that's kind of like the key right now. Although I think something like a key factor in like a viral loop to optimize, uh, to get people to share with them will be super interesting. And maybe mo the mobile app will be one big unlock there.
So um, I think at first we, we did a collaboration with like a, a mainstream UK rapper called D-Block. We did a special page for him. Uh, that was pretty nice, but it was at the time where like the profile was still very, very early. Like he was like the MVP of the platform. He was pretty basic. Um, and now we're really trying to make the features of our platform like cater to as many people as possible so that we don't do custom things, but it can happen where we do it. So for instance, for Miami week, um, we did the special curated page with NFT tips, like the, you know, the community of NFTs on like clubhouse and Twitter. Um, so like for their Miami event, we sponsor, sponsor that event and we created with them a showtime page where you could follow every single artist from their event. And so you could just follow all the artists or you can visit the profiles of those artists. And so we, we did this private collection. And, and so we may be doing it in the future with other platforms or maybe enabled anyone to create their own curation and collection. That could be a very nice feature in the future. Um, but so as of today, we're trying to still do something that is like one size fits all and, and really trying to make it accessible to everyone. We don't want to be like the gatekeepers that, oh, like if you know me or others and you're well connected, like you get your special treatment or your special page. Like we're trying to make Showtime as equitable and, and equal as possible. So, you know, the trending page, it's not created by us. It's created by what the people like, like. And, you know, if you share it to your social and people like it, then it will show up on Showtime at the top of the trending page, giving you extra exposure. So, um, yeah, trying to make it as, as authentic as possible. Uh, but, but yeah, like if there's any, any collectors or any ideas, like we're always game to, to collaborate. Uh, we're going to have some few collaborations coming soon as well with artists around like the Showtime branded identity. It's going to be very fun. And I think we could invite more artists to collaborate with us in the future. Um, so yeah, pretty open for now. Wow. Um, yeah, I think it would be pretty interesting. I think like, you know, we have to think about it more deeply because, you know, marketplaces work today, like foundation, OpenSea, Rarible, like they are relatively great products. And so for us to become a marketplace for NFTs, 
we need to have our own twist to it. Um, but yeah, it's definitely th something we're thinking and we probably will release very, very soon actually, uh, probably like in the coming month or so. Um, and yeah, regarding Instagram, well, yeah, like that's great if Instagram is planning to enter the NFT space. I think that would be great for a lot more artists to make more money. Um, because I mean, like, you know, so far, if we view it from the NFT lens, Instagram owns every NFT on Instagram. They sell it to advertisers. They make the entire amount of money and, and like creators make penny on the dollar and have to sell t-shirts. So it's a bad model. And I think historically the incumbents, incumbents like always failed to like catch up to new trends. So like Google plus failed to like, you know, be a social network like Facebook. Um, Facebook is kind of failing to enter cryptocurrency with Libra. Like it, it seems, I don't see Instagram taking over the NFT space, but you know, if they can help artists like enter the NFT space and get aware of it, the NFTs, that'd be really cool. Uh, it's against their business model because then they wouldn't own the content anymore. Uh, but you know, who knows? Like that'd be exciting if there is an NFT platform, I'd be curious to see, but obviously like we want to disrupt Instagram and and we want to create a better platform for for creators and collectors and so yeah we'll, we'll see it's going to be exciting to see So I think all the platform today, um, if you check, if you check trending, like the 30 days one, and I've checked this one, like pretty often, it seems like collectibles are, they're quite popular. I think I am Lirona, the creator of boy, she created like, you know, the boy, uh, that's pretty popular in profile pictures on Twitter and other places. Um, she's one of the top 10 artists. Uh, but I think most of the, the, the most liked art seems to be like, you know, fuck render people, um, Shavon Wong, who's like really impressive. And like, she really grew with Showtime a lot. I think she has like 3000 followers and more now in a few months on Showtime. And that's, that's quite a lot. So she's kind of like the rising star of Showtime versus, uh, other platforms. So, and she's doing normal art on foundation, I think. Well, normal art, like, I mean, like non-collectible, like actual digital art, um, and so I would say, yeah, both have their place on Showtime. It seems like art is still more popular than uh, collectibles, but collectibles actually get a ton of likes though, because like they are ERC1155. And so like, there's many of them. And so like, I, I own a boy on my stream profile. We can see my boy who has like 700 likes because it's the boy, like it's in like 500 different places. 
And so like everyone can see it. And so it's a nice way to get something very popular, just like having multiple editions. And I think that's a, that's probably where the, the space is moving forward, which is like, instead of one piece bidding for like, you know, one edition, instead having 10,000 pieces for a fixed tiny price. And this could unlock new things to like, you know, unlocking uh, a Telegram group chat or a virtual world access or a virtual gal gallery access on Decentraland or CryptoVoxels or like virtual 3D world. Um, and so that could be quite exciting. And so, yeah, like it would be fun if Instagram, you know, did the feature, a feature like um, you can only put the NFT as collectible on your profile picture that you own or something like this to kind of like enforce the rights. Like we could do that on Showtime as well. That could be pretty fun. Um, but so yeah, long story short, collectibles are pretty viral, but seems like Showtime most popular creators are NFT artists in the sense of like uh, non-collectible art. Hmm. Hmm. No, I'm collecting. Um, uh, so I collected a piece on foundation, which is uh, called Moonwalker, uh, by this uh, graphic designer who worked at Apple before. Um, it's a it's a pretty fun like infinite piece of like a guy moonwalking on the moon. Um, then I collected a Daft Punk tribute because I'm French. Uh, Dream Boy, Dream Boy, also by by Leona. Then I I bought a Cabbage NFT um, by this you know uh, Cabbage Patch, which is this community of people, which is super impressive. Uh, Paris Rosetti is like an investor in Showtime. She's absolutely brilliant at building community in the NFT space. And uh, Miguel Peter Frita is an engineer at Showtime from that group. And uh, Miguel is pretty awesome. And also has started creating NFTs as well on the side. So I'm collecting NFTs. I wouldn't say I'm the most active collector, but I've got what, 31 NFTs that I own and I created 11 myself. Um, so yeah, I guess, you know, getting into the collector game slowly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, so how can people find me, uh, at Alex Masmej, M-A-S-M-E-J on Twitter and Instagram and Clubhouse, um, and tryshowtime.com at tryshowtime on Twitter and Instagram. And then, so regarding what should people do in NFT space, I would say, and this is what will work the most is try something new. So like be the first, uh, the largest or you know, have a superlative, do something different 
mix your art and your unique skills with something that is a little bit good at marketing because this is what's needed in the space you need to stand out and so this is my advice for for creators and then for collectors i would say well maybe you know buy pieces of of budding artists of like artists that are very new and support them kind of like an investment in them and i think that's the best way to be aligned and kind of like an investor with entrepreneurs like you will make money alongside them because you would buy the early pieces and uh, you know, you would help them, you know, move forward and uh, get some sales. So, yeah, I would say one piece of advice would definitely be like, try to stand out, like actively try to be different because there's a lot of the same art. Um, and so it, it's really hard and it's really noisy right now. Um, and then I would say like, start building a following on Showtime. I feel like, you know, one thing is there's a lot of noise on Twitter. It kind of like goes away and like, you know, Twitter is a nice space, but Will it be the permanent place of the NFT community? I'm not sure. So look out for NFT social networks where you can start building an audience for your for your art, uh, because that will stay, right? Like if you do a viral tweet on Twitter, uh, that's that's good. But like maybe Twitter will move away from NFTs because Twitter natively does not support NFTs, so it's not a perfect platform for it. So I'm not saying like you know go on Showtime every day. There, there probably will be other platforms coming out soon as well. But I think those new kinds of social network is probably the best bet to really win as a creator or a collector uh, in the future, because this is where the this is the metaverse. This is where we are heading. Uh, and so get get on the record, get on the rocket ship. <laughs> Thank you so much, Nick. That was super fun.